Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about ways to fund growth in your business. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Allison Rife Martin talking about ways to fund growth of your business. This is exciting. No, I do think this is kind of a fun one because, uh, you know, especially living here in Dallas, and Dallas has become quite the hub of venture capital and, uh, you know, equity investment bringing on investors and then you sit there and think too about Shark Tank and how everybody wants to get an investor on board. Is that always the best way to grow your business? Maybe. Maybe but not. we're gonna talk about three <laughs> diff- different ways to do it. So <laughs> All right, let's 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 go. What's the, what's the first way? Well so the first way uh and I would say probably the best way is by funding the business yourself. Um and Obviously, that's not always possible. Um, but, you know, as we were talking earlier, um, if you're the, inve- if you want to run your own show, then you, the only way to run your own show is to really f- fund the business yourself. Clearly, you know, the ways to bring it to fund your business is by bringing in customers who will buy your product and service. Um, you know, but obviously, too, in order to go out and have the the wherewithal to get that customer, you have to be able to have some some startup cash should be from your it, you know, should be from yourself, because, again, it gives you complete control over how you want to run your business. You're not beholden to any other equity stakeholders or lenders in your business. So to me, that's the best way to do it. But sometimes that's really hard because, you know, it's hard to start, you know, it's just hard to come up with a startup cash. So maybe you have to bring on an investor or maybe you have to bring on a lender. But to me, that's the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. So what's the next one? The next one would be obviously taking out a loan. Um, and that you could, depending upon your business model you may, and what your goal is with your business, you could obviously go to a commercial bank or the SBA or friends and family uh, who want to just loan you the money. Um, but again, you know, either with the bank or the SBA, you've signed yourself up for financial obligations that you're committing to repay back on. So there's a loan and there is an interest component to it as well, too. And in addition, the SBA and commercial lending banks would want to know that you have some equity to invest in it anyway. So they're looking to see, you know, do you have a, a good solid operation? They'd want you to be in business for a certain period of time as you start up uh, commercial on the commercial lender side. Um, and I know you work with some commercial lenders um, as well, so they certainly could speak to this a lot better than I could. But the SBA would be the same way. Like, tell us about your business plan. How can we help you get that started? But there's going to be all kinds of stipulations and requirements around it. So again, you're behold in this case, you're beholden to your lenders to make sure that you can run a viable business to re- to be able to repay the loan because that to them is the most important thing. 
in this environment, that cost went way up, right? Because Prime now is like 8%. Oh, eight, my eight gosh, and a half, yeah. Right? It's eight and a half now. Yeah, and, and then trying to refinance the loan because I'm working with some clients where we're, you know, trying to help get the bank to, you know, obviously consider a better interest rate. And sometimes they just can't do it based on, you know, like you say, Prime. So here again, it's hard to do. I mean, we're not, you know, everybody's going to have some semblance of debt out there, but it's hard to do, but it'll be really important to see, you know, do you manage your cash flow well enough that your your operational cash is positive? Do you have enough cash on hand to, you know, so that you can avoid having to take out a loan? So I would just say, you know, if you can avoid that, do it. But sometimes it's a great investment based on or it's a great to take out a loan based on how you want to grow the business. Maybe there's a big acquisition that you want to take on. Maybe you want to buy another business or you want to buy a property that will, you know, with the payoff to help you grow your business. Those are all good things to be thinking about when you agree to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the last one. Equity investors outside. And again, as I was mentioning, Dallas has become quite the hub of investors and, and venture capital. Um, so you would bring on an investor who would, you know, agree to look, you know, basically invest in your business because they believe in your business model. Um, that's great and wonderful and all, but if you do that, remember you are beholden to them because they're expecting to get their money out and get a return on it. So there's going to come with stipulations similar to like loan taking a loan out. They may ask to see your financials each month. They may ask to, um, you know, have regular meetings and, you know, how can you satisfy them to make sure that you're being a good steward of their money? Those are the kind of things they're going to be looking at. Yeah. They, so they don't, they don't it, so you don't just get their money, you get their opinions too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then again, if they don't think you're running their business, running the business right, they have a say. They, even if they're like, but I invested, you know, X billion dollars in your business, I need to know how you're running it. Do you really want that semblance of control, you know, to give up that kind of semblance of control as to how you run the business? You know, I mean, you, you sit there and think that, like somebody who wants to invest, they're like, oh, I only want to invest 5%. I promise I won't bother you. Sure, they won't bother you. <laughs> and maybe that's okay, but you just have to be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that definitely. Um, and and what are some things that you think uh, business owners can do in the beginning to minimize their need for cash? Right. I mean, I think, and I think it might tie to earlier episodes we did this month where we talked about KPIs, niching, you know, uh, cash flow management. But you know, I mean. So I think it would be one of those if you want to be a solo. Because I think how I started out, you know, I started out doing this as part time on the side until I could, you know, see if I could fund it myself. And then, you know, because again, you do sit there and think I do have family obligations, but, you know, what can, what are you willing to give up on the personal side to fund the business? And being an entrepreneur is a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. And, and it's fraught with risk that you can't necessarily cover the bills. Got to make sure you can do that. So um, those are the kind of things that you can do. Uh, the other thing is important to make sure that you regularly pay attention to your numbers. How much money's coming in? How much money's going out? What do you need to cut? 
we'll never know, you know, you'll never know if you just put all of your, if you just, you know, see that you've got money in the bank, bank, a, a bank account, accounting is really not the way to do it. Make sure you're regularly looking at your income statement, balance sheet and statement of cash flows. That's how you'll know that you can run a successful business. Not good information. Thanks for sharing. Let let everybody know how they can reach you if they want more information on how to think through finding the right money to help uh, uh, probably for for your case expand their business. Right, you're really working with businesses that are uh, yeah ex- expanding with yeah. them, not, not really starting. Yeah, I was gonna say because yeah, I've been working in the space of you know who's been a business who's been around two to three years and they are uh, you know in need of. They're at the point where they really need a solid, you know, regular accounting advice, not just bookkeeping. They need somebody who wants to step in and be like, you know, a fractional CFO kind of a deal. Um, but so if you want to reach out to me, my website is rifemartincpa.com or you can email me at info at rifemartincounting.com and I would love to talk with you about how I can help you. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Thanks so much and have a great day. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.